Hello, welcome to the Midweek Cosmic Eye Show. I'm your host, Jason Politano, and I'm on the line with Mr. Chris Sheridan, who's dropping caps or something in the background. What was that? Was that a, was that a soft drink? A soft drink uh, cap? It, was, it was the cat this time, oh, not the oh, dog. Cats. It was a okay. cat. Yeah. I said cap, so. actually, like a, like a cap to oh. a soda or something, and you're, you're talking about dropping cats. All right? Perfect. <laughs> Dropping, dropping the, the cat. cat. That's, 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 that's what the new, kids call it these days, I think. New, I think that's code yeah, for something. Say, is that like one know. of the new, new euphemisms for some type of cool new drug that the old dudes don't get to know about? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm certainly not <laughs> cool <laughs> enough to, to know. Dropping cats <laughs> with the kids. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. So on that note, anyway, so I'm going to hand it over to you because you actually wrote a really nice uh, blog post this week, and that's going to be our topic of conversation for this little uh, rambly midweek show. So please, without further ado. Okay, no more ado about nothing. And this may be a whole lot of nothing because actually that's the topic, nothing. Uh, I wrote a blog post last week called um, Pro, uh, and I I was doing the dishes and I was thinking, well, the Buddhist, uh, the Vietnamese Buddhist, uh, philosopher, expert, writer, author, uh, mystic, um, Thich Nhat Hanh. But did you want to add any about... more appellations to that? Like <laughs> yeah. meditation master, um, compassionate the human being. Ayatollah of yeah, Rockerola, exactly. the human, you know, yeah. I, I can't because uh, he's, too, too, he's too a many to, to mention. Anyway. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it really, really is. Uh, had, and I'd read this book, you know, years and years ago, The Miracle of Mindfulness about you know, how doing the dishes is something that you just do, not because you need a clean bowl, but it's because you, you know, because it in itself is a thing to do. It's meditative, there's warm water, your hands, you know, everything. Uh, and I'd always loved that. And always, ever since then, I was, you know, liked doing the dishes. But I was thinking about that again. And I was looking at the kitchen when I was finished. And it was like, the entire goal is to get the kitchen back in shape the way it was before you started the, cooking the meal. And... That's just, you know, all the plates and the silverware put back in the drawers and the cabinets. The countertop's wiped clean. There's nothing in the dishes. The stove is clean. It's, it's, you didn't, you spent all that effort and you didn't really improve anything. You just got it back to this neutral state. And I thought, well, that's exactly the state you want your kitchen to be in before you do the next meal or grab a snack or something. You don't want to start out with a bunch of dirty dishes hanging around or, you know, a dirty stove, dirty, dirty pots and pans. So, it was this, I call it the return to zero and how really important that is. And maybe it gets overlooked when we want to improve our lives. Uh, we go from like a deficit to a surplus or we want to. We want to be, oh gosh, I'm in debt. Now I'm rich. It's, you still cross over this neutral spot. And although you want to keep mm-hmm. on going in matters of growth and development, this returning to zero is the balance. You balance the scale. You neutralize. Um, it's so important. And I don't know if we really I th- um, give that as much uh, emphasis as, as maybe it deserves. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, it's funny because as you were talking about that, I was thinking about uh, I'm listening right now. I got this uh, this audio book uh, by a, a teacher called Ken, Ken Cullen, and it's his book on uh, on Taoism. And actually, he's got a really great uh, series on on Qigong as well. He's got this series called The Essential Qigong. But uh, he was talking about that, that very concept in Taoism, how uh, when you're doing this uh, sort of uh, no mind type meditation, uh, I can't remember the Chinese name for it at the moment, but it was it's exactly that process of returning to a sort of 
a zero state in essence, returning to a natural, a natural state of mind. Um, and, you know, you're saying, you know, we spend so much time in the West trying to cultivate a positive state of mind. He's like, and I'm not knocking that. Is that I think that's necessary and it's a needed thing. He goes, but, but in order to truly be positive, we have to be able to return to that, that kind of state of zero or that kind of state of neutral before we're able to really find that real positivity. Otherwise, it's, it's almost like an overlay on the top of something else. You know, it'd be like, like in your dishes analogy, be like, okay, I, I, I want to eat some food. I'm going to take a, a nice uh, dirty bowl and I'm going to put my cornflakes in and eat out of that. And, you know, I'm eating on top of that. And yeah, I'm going to, the cornflakes are fine and stuff, but then I've also got the added crap that's, you know what I mean? Under there from the, <laughs> right. the oatmeal or the matzo ball soup that was in there the night before or whatever it is, or do you know what I mean? And it, you haven't brought it back to zero first. Um you know, in order to kind of kind of level level everything out and get to that natural state of mind. And I think that's what they mean by the Tao. And we speak of that, it's that natural consciousness, you know. And it is a better foundation, yeah. even to use a building mm-hmm. metaphor or a literal metaphor that, you know, when you build a new house, you know, you, you basically level off the plot of land. You, you prepare the ground first. Um, you don't just start building. You actually get things leveled yeah. out you dig down so it's uh, the same thing with with meditation or yes going from uh you know to try to cultivate a positive attitude what well, if you have a negative attitude maybe getting to neutral would be a really good goal first yeah exactly you know it's exactly. building upon a rock instead of the shifting sand uh it's it's a better foundation and sometimes the right the right answer comes in the quietude it comes in the stillness not when you're trying to force, you know, an intuitive insight or something mm-hmm. like that. Sometimes just slowing down the nonsense, you know, turning back the intensity of emotion or thought. That's a great way of, uh, of putting um, that. And I think I like the way that you talked about in your blog about how, uh, you know, how something like the dishes or or some kind of sort of quote unquote mundane task or whatever around the house can be used as a tool to, to be mindful, you know, to be, yes, we, you know, we're so distracted so often today with, you know, we always seem to want to have five things going on instead of just one or even zero, which is even better at times. We've got to let the mind, you know, come back to neutral so that so that it has the the energy and the capacity to do all the things we expect it to do also that's the other thing you know or we're going to get overwhelmed and that's you know how often do you feel overwhelmed by all the stuff you're reading watching talking about listening to this that and the other climate change and political issues and you know you know the me too movement or the, you know all the things that are constantly like you know fed to you through the media it, it can get overwhelming. It's like your cup is, you know, is full and overflowing. And I think what you're talking about, like by being mindful and focused of in, in one activity or one area, or, you know, doing something that completely uh, in a completely absorbed way brings you back to that neutral state, you know, and they talk about that in, in Zen that, you know, you can't, you know, you can't fill a, a full cup. You know, that was that story of, of the student that comes to the teacher and, uh, you know, sits down and wants to learn all about Zen. And the teacher starts to fill up, uh, you know, his cup of tea and just keeps pouring and pouring and pouring. So the student is 
wait, teacher, teacher, you know, that it's, that's enough. It's full. And then the student, and then the teacher says to him, that's, that's the problem with trying to learn Zen, uh, you know, with a full cup and your, your, your cup is full. You have to come back to me when your cup is empty. So you have to, you have yeah, to, you have to nice. be in that neutral spot to be able to absorb new things. Um, and empty is, it's, it doesn't mean that it's no, nothing. Exactly. Yes, it is nothing, but it means that it is an empty, oh, an empty vessel. Just keep keeping with that. If, if it's really empty and it can hold water, then that's its job. That's exactly how you want it to be so that it can be filled and carried and shared or whatever you yeah. do with it. Uh, but there's even the, the parable in um, uh, Jesus parable about the sower, the seed mm-hmm. sower. Uh, and there were the four different types of land. One was hard and dried and the seeds just stayed there and the birds ate them away. Another one it was too rocky and the seeds fell all the way through. A third one was filled with weeds and thorns and thistles and things like that. And there wasn't enough room for the new seed to take hold and fight for its existence. And then the fourth bit of land was uh, soil that had been cultivated and it had been, you know, the big rocks had been taken out, the soil had been broken up and the weeds had been pulled. Um, that's the job. You know, that's where you want your field to be, your plot of land, your garden, uh, to put the seeds in. Uh, it's kind of nothing in a sense, but it's very well manicured nothing. It's very well prepared. Well, the nothing, nothing. Is, it's a very clean, yeah, empty I mean, vessel. Nothing yeah. is a misnomer too. It's, it's, you know, I, I like the way they look at nothing, you know, in the East it's, or actually in uh, the ancient wisdom as well. in the esoteric wisdom, it's no dash thing. It's not nothing in the sense of yeah. we think of it as an absence or a vacuum. It's no specific thing, no thing. And, you know, and, and well, even the American uh, blues legends and pioneers uh, w- would say that, that, it, you know, well, it ain't no thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It means it's yeah, no yeah, big yeah. deal. It's nothing to be bothered about. It's still a thing. Sure. It's still whatever, but it's, but it's not a thing. No, it's not a specific <laughs> you know thing, I mean? but this is the, this is the weird sort of dichotomy, not a dichotomy, but the mystery behind it is that it's all, you know, at the same time, it's, it's nothing, but it's everything because it's the womb of all possibility. Yeah. It's the, you know, the garden or the soil from which, you know, everything springs. And so you've got to, you know, it's, it's in, it's, it's interpenetrated, penetrated uh, by material existence but it's the foundation upon which that you know physical existence exists and from and from where it comes so it's you know it's kind of puzzling but uh, i think if you kind of meditate on that it, you you begin to see see that a bit and especially if you can experience that state you know and one way to do that is is like you were talking about if you're able to focus on something and, and something repetitive something mon- quote-unquote mundane uh, that you're working on that you don't need uh, well, actually, it could be something that needs complete concentration, or it could be something that you can kind of, you know, let your mind wander and do repetitively. But, you know, if you're focusing with complete concentration on something and being totally mindful of everything that's going on, you know, it, it gets you into that sort of state of mind where you're, you're, you're thinking, but not thinking. And, you know, that's a, that's a, it's a rare state to be in and you will definitely feel it if if you achieve it i mean some people talk about that as a flow experience in athletics or in martial arts um yeah, right in and i'm sure in music you yeah. you've 
you know, you've been on stage before playing guitar and it's like, you're sort of, it's an out of body experience in some, some way. You're right? on another yeah. planet. Yeah. But yeah. But ironically, or at the same time, you're also very, you're very totally present at the same time. Right? And your instrument and the song is carrying. Yeah. You're caught up in the music and which is great. You know, yeah, so musicians, yeah. artists, poets, writers, you know, even, you know, even craftsmen, people that are, you know, if you're working on, a car or something and you're you know a really skilled mechanic you know you get into that flow you get into that zone and just you know you're focusing on the sights and sounds and smells and the feel of everything and you know being totally absorbed in that moment all at once gives you a sort of feel for that that zero state in essence you know well you also lose ego you, you, and all the trappings mm -hmm. of ego that seems to take a back seat when you're in this zone even if it is just doing sure. dishes and you're thinking about the dishes. You can do dishes and be completely not present in somewhere else. But if you, know, you keep your focus on the water and the suds and the bowl and the spoon and, and those things, um, you are you can drive and not even thinking about it. how many times we take an exit and go, oh my gosh, how did I get here? I wasn't even paying attention. So they can sort of be automatic. Well, that's more like really mindlessness, take, though. Because you're it is, it's mind, Yeah, I, it is. It's, it's, it's non-thought. You're distracted. That's, That's not, not the nothingness, nothingness. right? So, right. Yeah. No. And it's definitely not being. But it's close. Um, present. It's close because you're, you know, you are kind of, you've kind of let go of the conscious mind. It's just a, a little, slightly different, different phase of it. I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and unfortunately, a lot of times, I think where our head goes with that is, you know, we're thinking oh, about yeah. other things and other people and ourselves dreaming or and stuff fears like are that. popping up or some kind of fantasy about what or what what or what might not occur you know what i mean all these kinds of things yeah and i don't think the problem of today is that people don't think enough i don't know if it's enough quality of thought but i think there's a huge amount of thought it's a lot of scattered and cluttered and diverting and uh, confusing yeah. um, thoughts, and a lot of them not very good, uh, to tell you the truth. Um, so it's it's maybe you know a, a problem of overthinking or over too much in the yeah. head, yeah. you know, uh, without really observing what's happening in front of you. Uh, how different would your drive home be that you've made a thousand times or more if you? Counted off each exit on the freeway. Oh, well, there's DeSoto. Okay, well, there's White Oak. Uh, Woodland Hills should be next. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then look in the mirror every, you know, 30 sure. seconds. Okay, there's a red car behind me. I'm looking to my left mirror. Oh, it's on the radio. Okay, my hands are gripping the wheel. You're just, I'm breathing. Yeah, you're you know? focused and um, absorbed in the, in, the, in the activity of that moment, aren't you? When you do that. Yeah, and you're not thinking about yourself. This is like the Buddha sense of... of not being attached, this detachment mm -hmm. towards the implications of things. You're just driving the car. You're just doing the dishes. Um, and that's a kind of a very active meditation. If you want that, you want to meditate, well, do it while you're doing chores or during your commute. Uh, stay present and you will have like an active or what might be a walking meditation in, in nature, which would certainly yeah, be better. Exactly. Um, but you're not thinking about you and you're not thinking about what other people think of you or what you did right, or what somebody else did wrong. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. not really thinking of that stuff. No, you're focusing on the, uh, the, the sensations, you're focusing on the activity, you're focusing on what's going on around you, and, you know, letting all that in, but not attaching to any one particular thing, you know, and not letting the mind wander. 
so that, you know, for example, if you start daydreaming while you're washing dishes or something, just go back to the feeling of the soapy water, go back to the, 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 you know, the feeling of the, the, you know, the green scrubby in your, on your, on your fingers and, and, you know, those sorts of details and just really allow yourself to be focused in, in, in that moment. You know, there's, and, and it's a, it's an interesting thing. You'll, you'll feel a sense of peace come over you as you, as you focus on the, the details of what you're doing and you don't think about something else. You know, I think that's part of the problem yeah. is we never give ourselves a chance to either go into neutral, go to zero in a sort of meditation where like, for example, in meditation, a good way to achieve that is just to focus on at first focus on relaxing different parts of your body. You can go down from you know your head to your, down to your, toes and go through the different parts of your body through your neck through your shoulders down through the chest and so on right till you get down and you'll you'll notice that as you slow and relax the body consciously and you relax the mind and breath consciously that the um that the thoughts will begin to naturally still and they'll come to that even space you know they'll sort of sink down into that natural state of mind which is not agitated and it, it you know it's that source of power um, and, you know, you can you can feel it when you get into that and you'll feel when you when you slip out of it as well, because you'll start thinking, oh, my, my toe itches and, you know, oh, I, I need to wash the car later today or, you know, I need to pay this or that bill. And, you know, you'll just bring it back to the relaxation and then watch the thoughts and watch them kind of sink down again and, you know, and get to that state of, of sort of no thinking. And it's it's a hard thing to talk about, but you we can it's an easy thing to do when you when you begin to practice it it happens naturally and that's where where i think uh, people think it's like something you have to impose it's your natural state mm. the 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 yeah. the way we live in tension and the way we live with frustration and stuff you know they talk about oh yeah it's hardwired into us and all this stuff and that's all biological the natural state though of of spiritual being is at peace and is at a natural state of what, you know, they would call Satchivananda, right? Existence, consciousness, bliss. That's our original state of mind, right? Mm -hmm. So. Well, we're, it's, what's happened is our chaotic state of mind has become the familiar. That's it's the natural known. It's the yeah, comfortable exactly. in a sense. This other one, what do you mean do nothing? What? Well, especially um, for us, in you the know, West. it's yeah. jarring because we're not used to it. No, for sure. <laughs> and obviously, this isn't, you know, India or Japan or China where that those ideas are a little, you know, they're culturally accepted and they're kind of built into the society. The West is a very doing, sensation oriented in the Jungian sense, um, you know, type of environment. So, you know, for us, oftentimes it's easier for us to to do the kind of thing where you're talking about than it is to like. You know, and I mean, what you're talking about with the dishes or with, you know, driving or you're focusing on an activity, you know, so completely that the mind actually begins to, to become clear um, than it is to maybe be sitting in stillness and silence. But the thing is, the more that you're able to do that, that focusing and that that being there 100 percent mindful state of of being on on activities, then when you sit down to do some some meditation, it'll actually it'll actually be there much, you know, in a much more natural way for you. Well, it's, yeah, by then you've acclimated yeah. yourself to, to that way of thinking or that way of, 
um, not being bombarded by, I know there's some people that can't be uh, alone without the TV on in the background or, or something like that. That drives me. Uh, that and drives you don't have to insane. be a monk. I, when people have to yeah, have noise right? on, I, I absolutely just, I, I empathize with people that are like that, but it's, you know, it's one of these things. It's funny because <clears throat> everywhere you go these days, there is noise on in the background. You only notice when it's not there. You don't notice when there's noise there. Yeah. at every coffee shop, in the grocery store, in the Walmart, in, you know, in the drive through practically. Like I'm sitting outside at the coffee bean and there's music pumping onto the patio. Why does there need to be music on outside? For God's sake. I, I went to fill up my gas. Oh, yeah, they got uh, TVs now. Yeah, the car with gas. There's a TV it's, at the pump. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't, can't even pump, pump gas, gas without, without being selling aspirin to me or something. And that's part yeah. of the, no. you know, the media saturation, this, you know, this sort of materialistic kind of bombardment that we're that we're subjected to. I mean, believe me, they'd, they'd put they'd put screens in our bedrooms if they could, you know, and it's it's you know, but the thing is, we as individuals have to put our put our foot down say, you know, enough's enough. And, you know, obviously you're not going to stop that out in the, in the public if other people want to have those things. But, you know, I don't want to go to the urinal and, and watch TV when I'm at a restaurant. I don't need to hear loud music every single place that I go. So, you know, but, but the point is, is like, that is the case of society today. So all the more do we need to give ourselves time to be in the quiet and time to focus on the tasks at hand you know, without, without a bunch of music in the background, without a, you know, an audio tape in the background, you know, not audio tape. I love, I love that my, my mind goes to audio tape. Like I'm like without an eight track in the background, without, you know, let me just say yeah, right. without some, some music One of them phonographs. audio, you know, lessons yeah. or books in the background or whatever. I mean, I, I, I you know, I, I catch myself doing this, you know, we all do. But then I also realized, man, I'm driving myself crazy with all this noise all the time. Turn it off. You know, turn it off. Well, we have the noise Tune inside, to the... too. I mean, that's where the, the big noise is. Yes, it's all around us, but we have thoughts and memories sure. and resentments and dreams and goals and uh, disappointments and 100,000 things to think about. When we do find a moment alone yep. or yep. quiet, it's like, it's then what do you do with the mind? Okay, my body's still, you know, my environment is relatively yep. contained. How do you stop the mind flow? And one of the, you know, great ways to do it is, is with gratitude. Uh, if you're mad at 101 things, uh, maybe there's just one or two that, that are actually going okay in your life. Uh, maybe things are, are going so well that you're able to complain about these injustices mm -hmm. and you're not dealing with something else. Uh, if you can focus on, you know, what is present, what you have, the people in your life, the good things, because those are there too. And they're already there. You don't have to come up with new ideas or go back in the yeah. past, but, um, you know, but with, you know, gratitude, like, well, you know, I live in a place where, you know, that weather's pretty decent year round, you know, and it, even something obvious like yeah. that, it's, you know, that's just enough to break this internal and external, uh, you know, you know, cacophony, I guess you would call it, of different sounds and uh, ideas and information and thoughts. And a lot of them are conflicting with each other. There isn't even harmony within the, the yeah. static. It's, uh, 
but to get back in tune, you know, and certainly anything with nature is a good way. And if you live in a high rise or something downtown, um, yeah, you can grow an herb garden in your windowsill or something, some little, have a fish, have a goldfish, something to connect you with nature and something that's not this human world, um, can kind of just, it's just enough to start breaking through just enough to turn the static down for long enough to hear yourself. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Those little things, those small advances, even if it is the only time you can be present in the entire day is when you're cleaning the bathroom. Well, well, or the week, I don't know if you clean your bathroom, but, um, but you know what? Well, then there it is. Then use it and be grateful. You have a bathroom. A lot of people in this world don't um, or know how to use one. Um, (laughs) You know, there's, uh, it is true. You know, that the plumbing works. We have so much fresh water. We we go to the bathroom in it. Um, which which is pretty, so pretty insane little, in our, in our world today. It is. And and that's not nature. That's, that's what we've done, you know, with our own selves. Um, but yeah, so something with nature, something good, something beautiful. If it's, you know, maybe it could be music or if it's a painting or, you know, something, um, that you like. Yeah, if you love your car, well, then then think about how much you like your car. Yeah, <laughs> if you want a yeah, moment of peace, sure. and um, I think that's the, the gratitude you know, and the and and the sort of a positive outlook can help us shift into that mode, then where we can take it to that next step, which you know we kind of started with, which is the that uh, is that zero state. Certainly, a positive state of mind is going to help the mind to 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 calm down much better than one that's grasping or angry or really super frustrated or or whatever right so that that's a great starting point and the nature is another is another great place you know just going to a park or you know or even having small amounts of nature around right plants or fish like you talked about those are all great things Mm -hmm. i mean the other thing too that you can look at i think is 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 not like so so you know it can be a challenge. Thoughts will come up. Feelings will come up in the quiet. And I think that's one of the things people are afraid of. The beauty is though, that once you, you, you allow them to come up and you don't try to fight things, then you remove a lot of the tension and you remove a lot of, you remove all the fear, you remove all the apprehension and you don't grasp at those thoughts and they come and go and they just start, you know, you allow them to be like clouds floating across the, the clear sky. And they don't have any effect on you. And that's one of the powers of, of, of being really mindful in, in, in the moments, in the quiet moments or in the moments where you're you know, focusing on some kind of task or so on. Yeah, you find that these things will come up. But the point is, is you just refocus on what you're trying to do, either watching your breath or you know, allowing yourself to relax or washing that dish or whatever. And you don't grasp at the thought. You don't run away with it and, you know, spend the next 15 minutes ruminating on, on, on all the ill feelings you have uh, towards that particular thought or memory. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And um, I, we can borrow from uh, Carl Jung as well uh, when he talks about holding opposites or holding you know, conflicting ideas um, in tension um, but holding them in each hand, it could be as simple as, well, the, you know, I'm broke now and I want to have money in my account or I'm alone. And I want to have a relationship or even two ideas you're wrestling with that are um, in, in, in some conflict or out of balance with each other. Um, this is how I feel now. And I'd rather be feeling this way. Uh, actually, just hold out your hands and look at them and imagine thing A and thing B 
uh, being in each of your hands and you don't have to solve, they don't have to get along. You just have to hold them and say, okay, these two things can be true. And I'm just going to hold them in front of me. Not going to try to solve them, not going to reconcile them, just hold them. Sometimes just saying, wow, you know, I'm, I'm feeling really bad today. Not exactly sure why or what set me off. And then, then be okay. Acknowledge that. That's very yeah. real. And you can say, wow, I'm just sad today. Yeah. Um, and, and not try to find out why or how to solve it. Just, just see. And sometimes being with that, as long as it's not, you know, a lot of destructive thoughts, um, can say, well, it can reveal itself um, to you. What's yeah. behind it or where the path is. Because sometimes these, you know, you talk about the, stuffing these emotions mm -hmm. down or uh, you, they, they don't go away and they mm -hmm. do crop up. And they usually crop up when you're not looking or paying attention or in a way to get your attention. You're like, where yeah. did that come from? Yeah. Uh, but that's then good say, well, okay. they're coming up because it yeah. means that you're, you know, that, that you're able to address them and, and you're, you're consciously seeing some of the issues. And you can ask it sure, what it wants. Sure. Okay. I've been angry all day. Anger. What you've got my attention now, instead of trying to stuff you down into nothingness or indulging you and, and yelling at everybody and you know, acting yeah. out on it. Um, what's, what's going on? What's yeah. up with this? What's, you know, what do you have? What, what do I need to know? What, how can I help you? What can be, you know, sometimes people just want attention. They don't always want a, a problem uh, solved. Sometimes the hero is just somebody who says, I hear you. I can tell you're hurting. That must be difficult. I'm sorry that injustice occurred. Or any number of things like that is just meeting somebody where they are and yourself too, if you're, you're working internally. And just acknowledge yeah, that sure. and acknowledge that it's real, even if it's unfounded, mm -hmm. even if it's baseless. The feeling well, I think is that's, real. Yeah, sometimes exactly. That's enough. all part of that acceptance, I think, that, that can help us to kind of get back to that, that zero state. All right. Well, I think we're actually about at the end of this one, since we are trying to keep these things a little bit shorter, but we've come up with a lot sure. of, I think, good ideas about how people can get themselves back to a sort of zero state or a natural state of mind. Uh, we talked about uh, focusing with mindfulness on, on tasks such as driving, washing dishes, doing, you know, daily chores, whatever, uh, different types of, uh, you know, basic meditation that you can do, just sitting and relaxing, or, you know, watching the breath and allowing thoughts to, to kind of come and go as they will and just uh, allowing that natural state to kind of bubble up um, and some of the other different ideas that we, you know, that we talked about. So hopefully that's helpful to, to those uh, who are out there. Thank you, Chris. That's a, a great, uh, a great point. Sure. I'm glad you brought up this, uh, this topic for today. Check out Chris's blog. It's at uh, chrissheridan.com. And then you got a blog tab on there that you can click on and that's going to be your latest blog post, right? Sure. All right. Well, thank you again, Chris. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, you can check us out uh, and support us if you would like to do so at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye. Check us out at cosmic eye.org. Thanks again. Goodbye and God bless.